Hello and welcome to the Bride Tender Podcast. I'm your host, Esty Gordon, and I'm here to tend to the brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail and let's get ready to discuss all things weddings. Um, I did post some photos, so you guys probably saw from my bridal shower, which was Sunday, November 21st. Um, it was uh, strategic that it was that day. Um you know, I'm, I am trying, I want to give you guys some details about my wedding, about my bridal shower, um, about like the vendors I use and where I did it and why I chose November and so on and so forth. So first, um, to let you guys know, yes, my, my bridal shower was Sunday, November 21st. Um, I thought that the date 11, 21, 21 had like a nice little ring to it. But also, um, it was finally when I was out of my busy season, but before the holidays. I really didn't want to do my bridal shower, you know, after Thanksgiving, but before Christmas because it's kind of a hard time for people to, you know, be able to be there. You know, everybody already has like commitments with their family and and I wanted to do it before the holidays happen. Also, um, I've probably mentioned this on podcast episodes before, but one of my dreams used to be to have a fall wedding. And I always thought that I would get married in November. Um, my dream date was actually the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve, uh, biggest party day of the year. But um, because of the pandemic and just how crazy, uh, the wedding industry has, has like picked back up. I realized that if I wanted to have a life (laughs) at the time that I had my wedding, I really needed to do in the winter. Um, it's just winter in New York. It's slower at that time. And, you know, if I wanted to go on my honeymoon after all those things. So I did really want to try to do something fall themed because weirdly enough, I had all these fall, you know, glass and ceramic pumpkins that I really wanted to use and I wouldn't have been able to utilize them for my wedding because my wedding is in the winter. So these pumpkins would have been a little... um not with the theme. So I decided to do a fall bridal shower instead and, and go with, you know, a fall theme and, and, you know, a little more rustic and bright colors. Um, if you know me, I'm not like, I'm not like the all white wedding kind of bride. I really wanted, um, color. I have color in terms of my wedding and I really wanted color and like bright colors in terms of my shower. So I did a fall theme and, um, I did, I really displayed that with the centerpieces and the tablecloths and runners and the invitation that was sent out and the sign as people came in and and the desserts that were displayed on the dessert table and so it was really 
I really think it was executed really nicely. So, but you know, just like any event, you know, of course there's a little bit of drama, you know, it's it nothing can ever be smooth sailing, okay? So, if you are not in the industry and you're a bride to be and you're like thinking that it's smooth sailing for people in the industry, just know like I would love to tell you differently. But I really can't because, you know, everything comes with their own sets of like stresses. So um, something I really wanted was I really wanted this like balloon arch and I wanted it to look very specific over the dessert table. Um, Some of my friends listening to this might know that um, my brother, he worked for a balloon company for many, many years. So I just kind of figured he would be able to do it. My brother, my fiance, they did do it, you know, the night before um, we blew up all the balloons. We put them in this, this like kit thing that we got for it. But when we got to the venue on the day of the shower, there really was no correct way to hang it. So anyway, it was used, but it wasn't used exactly how I would have liked it to be. But, you know, um, you know, where there's lemons, we make lemonade. So no big deal. It still looked beautiful. Uh, just a little different than the original plan. Um, for the dessert table, I had a vision in mind and I really didn't want to use, you know, I, um, what a lot of people who have listened to this podcast might know. I started out, you know, with my own business doing candy tables and dessert tables and, I really wanted um, to do something more rustic opposed to like the glassware and stuff that I usually use. So I had more of like the wood and the baskets and I had like a three-tiered kind of ladder that I put mini pies on and cupcakes on and it came out great. Um, I got my desserts from Butter Cookie Bakery. There's a few of them located on Long Island. They did a great job. I had shown them pictures of exactly what I wanted and they did not disappoint. Um, They made mini pies, custom cupcakes, and custom cookies. And then I had um, an old friend of mine, Michelle Atala, who owns Mickey's Brownies. She did the cake pops for me. I had Funfetti cake pops and chocolate brownie cake pops. And they, on the outside, were to look like little pumpkins. The Funfetti, um, the Funfetti cake pops had a white coating for the pumpkin with like greenery on the top and sparkles. And then the the chocolate cake pop had an orange, like your typical pumpkin, um, you know, outside with greenery on the top and sparkles. So they came out great. They were absolutely delicious. Everybody is so raving about them. Um, yeah, Mickey's brownies, uh, they do an amazing job. So if you're ever looking for anything kind of custom, uh, you know, dessert wise, like definitely go check them out. Um, They also do a lot around the holidays uh, with different like kits and boxes and things if you want to, you know, just bring it for your upcoming Hanukkah or Christmas or New Year's celebrations. um, They're great for that. So um, those are that's where I got my desserts from. I forego doing a cake. I just I wasn't going to do a cake cutting. I really didn't see a need for it. And um, 
yeah, so I forego doing a cake and I did other desserts instead. And then I went and I got a few different wrap candy that went with the theme, but that people could take, you know, with them as they as they left. So that's a little news on the on the dessert table. Um, some of the items that I actually used on the dessert table for, you know, decor, you know, or just um, for actual like to hold the desserts on. I I did buy from um, Back in Time, which is a really cute antique store in Farmingdale. And I got all my ceramic and glass pumpkins over the years, truly. I, I collected these over the years, um, embarrassingly enough. Um, I got from Home Goods and Marshalls and TJ Maxx, and they have the best ones. And um, in my home, I actually have glass pumpkins that are out all year round. Uh, so yeah, so it was really, um, it was great. I was able to at least utilize I'd say a third of those pumpkins. I still have a million more, which is also kind of embarrassing. But if anybody needs fall decor, please let me know. I have plenty, plenty of it. So um, I actually had found these fake pumpkins in Michael's, Michael's craft store. And I had bought six of them to use on the tables at my bridal shower as like the table decor and I brought them to Mike Graham from Flowers by Mike so if you are looking for a florist for your wedding for your shower for even if you just like need a bouquet just for you know for the holidays anything like that definitely go check out Mike from Flowers by Mike in Oceanside and East Rockway he has two different locations and he did um all the flowers for my bridal shower um he did an amazing job i really wanted them like to look full and fall and have like a little pop of a sunflower and um he totally delivered they were they looked beautiful and i had a mix up of white and orange pumpkins so every table had a different one and then he also did i had these three black and white pumpkins that were like tiered and I had, I put them on each side of my photo op station and um, Mike did a mixture of flowers and mums and um, it looked amazing. Uh, so that was a really nice like touch to have outside of my photo booth kind of area. I did have a photo station, something really that I wanted. Um, I couldn't think of the right fit at first, but then I remembered that back at the end of 2020, I had gone to Exquisite Florist, which it was um, based in New Rochelle. They actually retired um, and have been taken over by Monica Chimes Florist, who is a friend of mine. And But before they retired, I had went there and I had bought a few things from them and they actually gave me that greenery wall um, as like... A gift then and I loved it and I didn't have like a reason to ever use it and so I decided to bring it out for my shower it was a really big hit um it was awesome and then I bought a bride-to-be sign from Amazon and my mom spray painted it gold so that was really cute to be able to put on there and you know let everybody know that it's a bridal shower of course so um 
that's just some more like news on the decor. Um, I did get my welcome sign from Zazzle, which matched my uh, bridal shower invitations. Um, if you're looking for an affordable place to get bridal shower invitations, I definitely suggest going to Zazzle. Um, they have so many different themes and color schemes you can choose from. They're affordable. They're really quick to deliver. Um, they send everything with envelopes. So it makes it really... Um, really seamless. Um, I've ordered a lot from Zazzle over the years, so I highly recommend them. And then um, I actually found these little pumpkins from Oriental Trading that were in silver and gold. And um, my good friend Ying Li, who owns Calligraphy, um, she did all the calligraphy on the cards, on the place cards for me. And, um, and then we actually slit the top of the pumpkins and we put the place cards right in there. So it was a really cute like thing and a little keepsake that everybody is able to bring home with them. Um, I did little bags of chocolate kisses for everybody to take on the way out. And yeah, and it was a really, really great day. Really great day. Um, I kept it pretty intimate Um, my shower was, I believe 35 people. Um, I know a lot of people have showers of 60, 80. Um, for me, I don't have a lot of female family that is local, um, where it probably would have been bigger had my, um, had my family, uh, been closer by, but they're not. So, you know, I just, I, I ended up keeping it, you know, smaller and it was really nice. And, Afterwards, I realized how nice it was that it was small because I really was able to give people my time and attention at my shower, which was which was really um, important to me. Uh, I really think when you are, whether you're the host or whether you're like the guest of honor, it's really important to like make people feel like you want them to be there because they're coming out for you. So I really am glad I was able to give everybody, you know, that time. I wish there were people that I was able to give more time to. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really, really nice. We, I actually, from our engagement shoot, um, I was, you know, I printed out a bunch of, of photos at Walgreens from our engagement shoot and I put them in frames like one on each table so that was really nice and I'll be able to use them again um, over at my wedding Um, I did them in gold frames and then I what else did I do that people would want to know oh for the table numbers um we actually found so my brother works in the liquor business and we actually found these like marigold yellow colored wine bottles that really like worked with the floral centerpieces and we did one on each table and my mom's friend who's like amazing with the cricket she did all of the table numbers on there and then we also raffled the flowers off and the wine bottles along with some of the games that we did uh and we had some other prizes as well you know just to give you an idea my friend Danny is my matron of honor. She, honestly, she is like the matron of honor of all time. Um, she's truly like my best friend. She's like my older sister. And she, 
she really wanted something to do for my shower so we put her in charge of the games and boy did she deliver we played many games they were really fun um yeah it was it was a great great time it was not a boring shower which makes it you know all the more better and it was really fun um something else let's see so to give you an idea on my look and who I use, I did get my hair and makeup done. I know not everybody does that for their shower. Teach their own. Um, I did. I like to uh I like to look and feel good when I'm the guest of honor. And um I used uh Pure Bridal Beauty. Um, you've probably seen them in my post before. Melissa Polito uh did my makeup and um uh, styled by Steph. You can follow them on Instagram. Did my hair. Um, they also did my mom's hair makeup. Um, it came out amazing. I got a million compliments. Uh, absolutely loved it. Really felt great. Um, I did wear a Vera Wing dress and to give you guys just, um, you know, you know, a little, a little, you know, behind the scenes moment. I bought that dress years ago because it was a great deal in TJ Maxx for $80. Um, and I could not believe it, but like, I didn't really have anyone where to wear that to prior. And I was like, when else am I going to be wearing like an ivory dress that looks bridal? And I decided to wear it to my bridal shower and it was amazing. Um, it looked beautiful. I was really happy about it. And yeah, so and my earrings were also Christian Soriano, which I got from TJ Maxx. So like um, a Maxinista over here loving a good deal to look good. So those are some just details on what I wore and who did my hair and makeup. And um, another just like idea kind of piece of advice so I really don't like like when I don't get to enjoy something because I'm always like trying to take every photo and like I feel that the more you try to take so many photos you don't really get to enjoy your day um so I actually hired um my guy Jake you probably see him in my stories all the time but um Jake Tui from Jake Tui Films um came and did photos of my bridal shower which was really nice um this way I didn't have to worry about like oh my god did I get this photo or who can send it to me or anything I didn't have to worry about that because um fortunately everything was sent over to me you know a few days later and it's really nice to also have those memories and for them to be you know for the photos to like look good you know so I'm listen the iPhone does magic but sometimes when you have like Aunt Sally taking the photo it just doesn't come out as well we all we all know this so um if it's in the budget definitely like get a photographer for the day you don't have to get like the most like the high-end company to do so but it, it takes some pressure off of you to, and you just get to like relax and enjoy your time. So those are, that's like the big details uh, of the day. So, you know, if you have any questions, if you need any help planning your shower, if you like, you know, please reach out to me. I'm happy to like send you in the way of anybody that might work well for you or like help you come up with a theme. Um, 
And yeah, it's been a crazy time. I just started a new job. As you guys know, I am now at Capital in New York City. So if you are a New York City bride and you're looking for a New York City venue, come and visit me. Uh, in the meantime, thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode of the Bride Tender Podcast, where we put out a, an episode every single week. Um, you can you know, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, CastBox, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, if you're not already following me, please follow me on Instagram at The Bride Tender for all fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money on your special day, and of course, hiring the best in the business for your wedding. Until next week, mix yourself a cocktail, slide into my DMs with questions you want answered on all things weddings, stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next week. Bye!